नमस्ते सरस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणी निर्विशेष श्रीनिवादी पाश्चातिदेशतारिणी ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya I think the verse is wrong. It needs to be 33. Yeah. Uh, if you all have your phones, maybe you can pull up the verse. So it is, you don't have your phone? Here, I can, I can. So it's um, chapter one, uh, Canto one, chapter seven, uh, titled "Son of Drona Punished," and we are on text number thirty-three. Okay, everyone ready? Canto 1, Chapter 7, Text 33. Give me a hurry ball when you're ready. Hurry ball? Okay. Tata Ashatya Tarasha Darunam Gautami Sutam Babandharmasatam Raksha Pashyam Rashanaya Yatha Tata Asadya Tarasa Darunam Gautami Sutam Babandham Marsha Tamraksha Let's try that again. Babandham Marsa Tamaraksha Pasham Rashanaya Yatha Tata Asadya Tarasa Darunam Gautami Sutam Babandham Tamaraksha Pasham Rashanaya Yatha Tata Asadya Tarasha Darunam Gautami Sutam Babandhama Raksha Tamaraksha Pasham Rashanayata Mr. Bhagavan Prabhu, would you like to say the verse? No? Okay. Uh, Vaishnavi? Tata 
Dharunam Gautami Sutam Babandhama Rasa Tamaraksha Pasham Rashnayayatha So word for word. Tatha Thereupon Asadhya Arrested Tarasa Dexterously Dharunam Dangerous. Gautami Sutam. The son of Gautami. Babandha. Bound up. Amarsha. Angry. Tamra Aksha. With copper red eyes. Pashum. Animal. Rasanaya. By ropes. Yatha, as it were. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Shila Prabhupada. Shila Prabhupada ki jai. Translation. Arjuna, his eyes blazing in anger, like two red balls of copper, dexterously arrested the son of Gautami and bound him with ropes like an animal. <coughs> purport. Ashwatthama's mother, Kripi, was born in the family of Gautama. The significant point in the shloka is that Ashwatthama was caught and bound up with ropes like an animal. According to Sridhara Swami, Arjuna was obliged to catch the son of a brahmana like an animal as a part of his duty, dharma. This suggestion by Sridhar Swami is also confirmed in the later statement of Sri Krishna. Ashwatthama was a bona fide son of Dronacharya and Kripi, but because he had degraded himself to a lower status of life, it was proper to treat him as an animal and not as a brahmana. Hare Krishna. So, we'll all say the Mangla Charan prayers. Prabhu, um, would you be kind enough to shared this with everyone. Okay, so we can we can all say this together. Are we ready? Okay. Om Jnana Timirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Guruvai Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale 
स्वयं रूपा कदा मह्यम ददाति स्वपदांतिकम वंदेहम श्री गुरो श्रीयुता पदकमलम श्री गुरुन वैष्णवांश्च श्री रूपम साग्रजातां सहगणा रघुनाथां वितम तम सजीवम साध्वैतम सावधूतम परिजना सहितम कृष्ण चैतन्य देवम श्री राधा कृष्णा पादान सहगणा ललिता श्री विशाखां वितमश्च नमः ओम विष्णु पादाय कृष्णा प्रेष्ठाय भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांत स्वामिनीति नामिने नमस्ते सरस्वती देवे गौरवानी प्रचारिने निर्विशेषा शून्यवादी पश्चात्यदेशतारिणे नमः ओम विष्णु पादाय कृष्णा प्रेष्ठाय भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति सिद्धांत सरस्वती नीति नामिने श्री वार्षणा भावनी देवी दयिता प्रकृपा बद्धये कृष्ण संबंध विज्ञान दाइने प्रभवे नमः माधुर्योज्वला प्रेमाध्या श्री रूपनुगा भक्तिदा श्री गौरा करुणा शक्ति विग्रहाया नमोस्तुते नमस्ते गौरवानी श्री मूर्तये दीनतारिने रूपनुगा विरुद्धापा सिद्धांतध्वन्ताहारिने नमो गौरकिशोराया साक्षात वैराग्य मूर्तये विप्रलंभार संबोधे पादम भोजयते नमः नमो भक्ति विनोदाया सच्चिदानंद नामिने गौर शक्ति स्वरूपाया रूपनुगा वरायते गौर वीरा भवाभूमस्त्वम निर्देशा सज्जना प्रिया वैष्णवा सर्वभौमा श्री जगन्नाथायते नमः वंशकल्पतरूभ्यश्च कृपा सिंधुभ्येवच पतितानां पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः नमो महावदन्याय कृष्ण प्रेमा प्रदायते कृष्णाय कृष्ण चैतन्य नाम्ने गौरत्विषे नमः पञ्चतत्वाकं कृष्णं भक्तरूपा स्वरूपकं भक्तावतारं भक्ताक्यं नमामि भक्तशक्तिकं हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधो दीनबंधु जगत्पते गोपेशा गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते जयतम शुरतोर पंगोर ममा मंदा मतेर गति मत्सर्वस्या पदम भोजौ राधा मदन मोहनो दिव्याद वृंदावन्या कल्प ध्रुमादा श्रीमद् रत्नागरा सिंहासनास्तो श्रीमद् राधा श्रीला गोविंद देवो पृष्ठालिभि सेवयामानु स्मरणम श्रीमन्रासर सारंभि वंशीवट ततस्तिता कर्षन वेनुर स्वनेर गोपीर गोपीनाथाय श्रीस्तुना तप्तकांचना गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानु सुते देवी प्रणमामि हरि प्रिये वृंदायाय तुलसी देव्याय प्रियायाय केशवस्य च विष्णु भक्ति प्रति देवी सत्यवताय नमो नमः श्री नरसिंह जय नरसिंह जय जय नरसिंह 
प्रहलाद देशे जय पद्म मुखा पद्म भृंगा यदा यदा ही धर्म से ग्लानिर्भवति भारत अभ्युत्थानाम धर्म से तदात्मानम श्रीजामि हम परित्राणाय साधुनाम विनाशाय च दुष्कृताम धर्म संस्थापनर्थाय संभवामि युगे युगे मनमना भव मत भक्तो मत याजी माम नमस्कुरु मामे वश्यासी युक्तवैवम आत्मानम मत परायना सर्वधर्मान परित्याजा मामे कम शरणम व्रजा अहम त्वम सर्व पापे भ्यो मोक्षियाशामी मासुचा शुश्रुदो श्रद्धनस्या वासुदेवा कथारुचि शान महत्सेवया विप्रा पुण्यतीर्थाना निशेवनात श्रीनवतास्व कथा कृष्णा पुण्या श्रवणा कीर्तना विदयंतास्तु ही बद्रानी विधोनोति श्रुतसताम नष्टप्रायेशु अभद्रेशु नित्यम भागवत सेवया भगवती उत्तमा श्लोके भक्तिर भवती नाइष्टकी तदा राजस्तमो भाव कामलोभादयश्चये चेतायतेर अनाविद्धम सितम सत्वे प्रसिद्धति एवं प्रश्नो मनसो भगवत भक्ति योगता भगवत तत्व विज्ञानम मुक्त संगस्य जायते विद्यति हृदये ग्रंथिस चिद्यन्ति सर्वसंशया श्रियन्ते चाश्य कर्माणि दृष्टाइवात्मानीश्वरे माली हना करे से बीजारोपना श्रवणा कीर्तना जले कार्य सेचना ताहन विस्तारिता हाना फले प्रेम फला इहान माली सेचे नित्य श्रवणादि जला वैराग्य विद्या निज भक्ति योगा शिक्षार्थमेका पुरुषा पुराना श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य शरीरधारी कृपां बुद्धिर्यस्तम अहम प्रपद्ये कालं नष्टं भक्ति योगं निजया प्रादुक्रतुं कृष्ण चैतन्य नाम आविर्भूतस्तस्य पदारविन्दे गादं गादं लियतं चित्तभृंगा जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्या प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैता गदाधार शिवासादि श्री गौर भक्त वृंदा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे टुडेस वर्सेस तदा आशाद्य तरशा दारुनम गौतमी सुतम बबंधामर्षा तामरक्षा पाशुम राशनये यथा ट्रांसलेशन अर्जुना हिज आईज ब्लेजिंग इन एंगर like two red balls of copper, dexterously arrested the son of Gautami and bound him with ropes like an animal. So, today's verse, we are talking about the son of Drona, who is Ashwatthama. And here we notice that Arjuna is very, very angry. The reason why he is angry is because his most beloved guru, guru's son, Ashwatthama, has acted like an animal. So we are in the Kurukshetra war, we are at the fag end of the Kurukshetra war, and at this point, Bhimsen just fought with Duryodhan, and he broke his thigh. And because of, because of that, 
because of how his father Dronacharya was just killed by Drishtadimna, he is very angry. And anger can really degrade a person. So in his fit of rage, he broke the code of war and at night he actually went into the camp of the Pandavas and while they were sleeping, he killed many of the great warriors. At, during that time, the code of war was such that you don't attack anybody if they don't have a weapon, if they're not on a chariot, if they are very afraid, you still don't fight with them. You fight with them as equals. But Ashwatthama, the son of Dronacharya, who was the teacher of all the Pandavas and the Kauravas, and he was a Brahman, he, in the fit of rage and anger, and to please Duryodhan, he went at night and killed all, all the warriors as a coward. And after he killed all the warriors, he took them to Duryodhan, thinking that Duryodhan is going to be very happy. But Duryodhan was also very angry. And he did not, he did not uh, like what Ashwatthama did. So, when the Pandavas got to know about this, they were very angry. Draupadi especially, because Ashwatthama thought that he killed the Pandavas, but he had actually killed Draupadi's five sons. And Draupadi was very, very sad and angry. And we'll, later we will see that Krishna actually tells Arjuna that we need, you need to go and avenge this. You need to do it as part of your duty. You need to basically bind him. So the first point, you know, which I'd like to make here is that Ashwatthama was the son of Gautami. So he was the son of Dronacharya and Kripi. And Kripi was, um, was born in the family of Gautama. So they are from a, from a very, very high a family, you know, and they are brahmanas. However, we see in, in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says that just because you are a son of a brahmana, it doesn't make you a brahman. There are some qualities of being a brahman. You need to be tolerant. You need to be, uh, you know, you need to be pure. You need to have all those qualities. Only then you will be a brahmana. And here we notice how Ashwatthama even though he was born in such a lineage, he fell down because of anger. And we know that, you know, anger always starts with lust. And lust is the cause of anger. So what is this lust? Lust is when you desire for something and you don't get it. That's when your mind gets agitated. And like, for example, if you are... If you're thinking that, oh, tomorrow, today's Ekadashi, tomorrow I want to wake up and eat pizza. And all you're thinking is about eating pizza. And at night you sleep and you wake up in the morning and you don't get pizza. You are, you know, your mind is going to be agitated. So that's what happened to Ashwatthama. He was angry. He was, he did not, he did not get a lot of things. So he always had a competition with uh, Arjuna. Arjuna was the most favorite 
a student of Dronacharya. And he always had this competition because Ashwatthama was very, very dear to Dronacharya. Dronacharya, uh, you know, he had a lot of affection and love for his son. Dronacharya also shared that he would give up fighting at the battle on the battle of Kurukshetra as soon as his son Ashwatthama, uh, you know, is dead. And we, you know, we know the story of how Yudhishthir first at first did not want to say the lie that Ashwatthama was dead, but you know, after Krishna explained to him that you know you're not saying a lie, but you're just going to say the elephant very softly, uh, you know, he agreed. And Bhima went and killed an elephant whose name was also Ashwatthama. Then Bhima went to Dronacharya and said that, I have killed Ashwatthama. I have killed Ashwatthama. And Dronacharya did not believe him. Dronacharya said, I don't believe you till I go and hear from Yudhishthir. So when he went to Yudhishthir, you know, at that moment when Yudhishthir said, Ashwatthama elephant died, you know, and that's when Krishna actually blew the conch as well. Dronacharya, as soon as he found out that his son was dead, what did he do? He was a pure brahmana. He could have been really angry and he could have said, how could you kill my son, Bhima? I'm going to, you know, I would, I would kill you. He could have, he had all the, the divine weapons. He had the brahmastra. He could have killed Bhima very easily. But he showed the qualities of a brahman. He showed tolerance and he showed patience, and immediately he got down from his chariot, he sat down at the battlefield of Kurukshetra, and he started to meditate and go inward. He was ready to to be at peace, and he went into samadhi. However, if you look at his son Ashwatthama, even though he was his dear son, he did not get those qualities. He was in vengeance, he was in anger. He wanted to to kill the, the Pandavas, not at, in the battle, but in the middle of the night as a coward. So he had a lot of competition with, with Arjuna. So there's a story when Dronacharya was was teaching the, the Pandavas and the Kauravas when they were still boys. One day, uh, to test them, he actually went to to take his bath in the river. And while he was taking his bath in the river, all the Pandavas and the Kauravas, they were playing, except Arjuna. So Arjuna was waiting, and he was observing his, his teacher. And during the midst of his taking bath, a crocodile came, and he caught hold of Dronacharya's leg. And this is what happens in material life, right? When we, are, when we feel we are comfortable, you know, we feel like, ah, oh, we're doing okay. That's when Maya comes and grabs you, you know, just like Gajendra. So Dronacharya's leg was caught, and Arjuna, immediately when he saw that Dronacharya, his beloved teacher, is in danger, he ran, got his bow, and, you know, he had volleys of arrows to save Dronacharya's leg. However, all the other kids, they didn't even, you know, they couldn't even comprehend what was going on. And seeing this, Dronacharya got very, very pleased. He was so happy with Arjuna that he actually told Arjuna that I'm very grateful to you. And it was actually a test. It was not a real crocodile. You know, it was a test to see what the kids would do. 
And he was so pleased that at that time, Dronacharya gave Arjuna you know, the divine weapons, the Brahmastra. So the Brahmastra is, uh, you know, we see that it's, it's very, very powerful, you know, more powerful than a nuclear bomb. And he explained to Arjuna both how to release the weapon and also how to retract it. And when Ashwatthama got to know about this, he he was not very happy, you know. He, he kept pressuring his father that, you know, please tell me, please give me this weapon too. How did you just give Arjuna? You know, I'm your son, you need to give it to me. So, Dronacharya said, well, you're not ready for it right now. You know, I can't give it to you right now. But he kept pestering, he kept pestering. So then Dronacharya gave it to him. However, see, and this is another point, you know, like he pestered and he gave it to him, not realizing how it's going to actually affect the bad effects of it. So we should be very careful of our actions today, how it's going to affect tomorrow. So he gave, he explained to uh, Ashwatthama about the weapon, but he did not explain the full concept of how to retract it. So here we notice, you know, we'll read later that Ashwatthama actually sends the sends the Brahmastra, and Arjuna also has the Brahmastra, and the whole world is about to burn up. And that's when Krishna, you know, instructed Arjuna that retract both the Brahmastras, and that's when he retracted them. So at this point, we see that you know, Arjuna is very, very angry, you know. So, he his eyes are like red balls of copper. And he has bound his beloved guru's son like an animal. So, I think, like if you picture this, that, you know, in that age, your beloved guru, who is, you know, as good as, as God, his son, who is a brahmana, is being bound by an animal. And and Srila Prabhupada says in the purport that he had to do it because it was part of his duty. It was his dharma. So, Srila Prabhupada says multiple times in lectures that sometimes violence is good. You know, when everything gives away, you need to be a little bit, uh, you know, angry. So you should use anger for Krishna's pleasure. And examples are like Hanuman, like Arjuna. You know, Hanuman also in Ramayana, he actually was angry. And because of that anger, he utilized it for Lord Rama's pleasure to bring Sita, Mother Sita back, you know, from, from Lanka. So here again, we see that Arjuna, you know, for the pleasure of Krishna, he becomes angry and he uses that anger to actually bind, um, Ashwatthama with ropes and you know he's brought there as an animal you know another point I'm I'm thinking about is here what did Ashwatthama do Ashwatthama killed innocent children in their sleep and what was the reaction Krishna supreme personality of Godhead instructed Arjuna to bind him like an animal so what's happening these days you know we have so many kids who just get killed in the womb of their mother, right? And we we don't, and it's, you know, it's all karmic reaction. It's all going to come back. So we need to be very, very careful, you know, and we need to, to understand what are these reactions. And then we also notice that 
Arjuna, even though he was very angry, he had all the power to chop off his head, but he didn't. You know, he had controlled anger. And he used that controlled anger to actually bring him in front of his wife, Draupadi. And when Draupadi, we'll, we'll read later, when Draupadi sees Ashwatthama, he, she says, no, he is actually a son of a Brahmana. How can you actually bind him like this, like an animal? Please release him. And that's when he cuts off the money on his forehead, the jewel. And, you know, that way his power goes off. They, they cut off his hair as well. So some points, you know, for us to remember from, you know, from this section is that anger is sometimes okay if it is used in Krishna's uh, service. I don't think, you know, like when we are angry, we cannot start to compare ourselves to Hanuman or Arjun. We are angry because of lust, not because of, you know, uh, we are, you know, in the service of Krishna. But we need to understand from these uh, case studies from the Srimad Bhagavatam that, you know, this is one case. The second is, we have to have qualities like a Brahman, always. You know, just because Ashwatthama was the son of Dronacharya, you know, still because of the tasks what he did, you know, he was bound up like an animal. So that's also a very, very important point for us to remember. Uh, the third point is Arjuna, you know, he was instructed by Krishna and he just did it for Krishna's pleasure. So everything what we want to do, we should always ensure that we are, you know, dovetailed to the pleasure of Krishna, keeping Krishna in the center. So we'll, we'll stop here and we'll go from Mr. Bhagavan Prabhu, if he's not leaving. Uh, yes. And maybe get some reflections, whatever stuck with you or any comments you have for me. You mentioned that, uh, you said that abortion was killing children in the womb. I put this uh, on Facebook, I made that statement, and I was, I got a reply from something called, someone from a group called Planned Parenthood. And he pointed out to me that uh, before a baby is born, it's not a child, it's a fetus. So there's no killing children with abortions. They're just fetuses. Can you comment on, comment on that? What, what you meant by killing children in the womb by abortion? What, what, what do you feel, Prabhu? People say that it's not killing children; it's just they're just fetuses. So, why why did you say that your abortion is killing children? They said it's not a it's just a fetus. It's not a killing children. It's, it's abortion. It's just making a choice. So as soon as as soon as um, you know the seed from the man goes into the woman. At that point, the soul has already been transferred and the body starts to develop. So, according to our scriptures, you know, the, the soul is already present there. And, you know, like from this section where you're reading that when Ashwatthama killed kids, you know, the, 
the consequence was so bad that even though he was a brahmana's kid, he was a brahman, yet he was bound like an animal. And Krishna actually wanted him to be killed. But Arjuna, on Draupadi's instance, just took off his, his jewel. So the Supreme Personality of God had said he needs to be killed. So that, that's all I'm going to comment. Hare Krishna. Did you have anything, Prabhu? Please, please use the mic, please. Hare Krishna, Guruji. So, uh, I have a couple of questions for you. So, first is, uh, so you said that uh, Ashwatthama killed five sons of Draupadi when they were sleeping. So, I need to understand what the difference between Ashwatthama killing those five sleeping sons and Drishtadum killing uh, Dronacharya when he was in Samadhi. So, what is the difference between these two killings? Uh, that is first question. You, may, you want me to ask second also? Sure. Yes, go ahead. My second question is, like, uh, just few days back, uh, Duryodhan killed Abhimanyu. And that killing was not appropriate, was not as per the as per their rules defined for that war. So, like, when Ashwatthama came to Duryodhan, saying that I have killed those five Pandavas, then what would have what has happened that uh, Duryodhan got such a transformation that he rejected that uh, uh, act of uh, Ashwatthama? Very nice points. Very nice points, Prabhu. So, in Mahabharat, uh, there are many instances where we notice that the Kauravas, at some points, they are very, very, uh, you know, the mode of goodness. You know, they are talking about code of war. They are talking about, um, you know, he's like, for example, Duryodhana is telling Ashwatthama what you did was not right. And at the same time, we notice, you know, they also fall into mode of passion, mode of ignorance. Same way we notice in, in Mahabharat that on the side of the Pandavas, they also do a lot of things which, from our point of view, we feel like that's not right. You know, why did they do that? For example, when the code of war was don't hurt any warrior when they're not on the chariot, Arjuna still took an arrow on the instance of Krishna and killed Karna, you know, when his chariot was stuck. So there are many instances in Mahabharat where we perceive that what the Pandavas did was also not right. So it's a very, very deep topic, you know, and we need to understand from Krishna's point of view why that happened. So for our understanding, to purify our understanding, it's better to first read the Ramayana. Because in Ramayana, we can see from the life of Lord Rama that he actually did everything in the mode of goodness. Right? We can understand that from our point of view. That you know, he just had one, one wife, he was you know, a very, very obedient son. And he also, you know, when Mother Sita came back and when somebody had, you know, brought up that, you know, Mother Sita needs to prove her chastity, he also allowed that to happen. So we notice from the Ramayana that, you know, Lord Ram actually led that life. So for us to understand, you know, we, 
we need to go a little bit more deeper into each of the technologies. Like, if you just take something out of context, we, it might look like, you know, what they did was also not correct. However, for every everything which happened on the Kurukshetra war, there was a reason behind it. And, you know, like when Krishna does something, he just doesn't do it. He pleases, he tries to please many, many different, um, uh, you know, reasons. So each action of Krishna is actually looking at different reasons. And, you know, that's that's what I think. Hope, hope that satisfies you. Hare Krishna Mataji. Hare Krishna. Always get so many realizations in your classes. Thank you again for taking time. First thing that uh, struck out in my mind was I read in the news <laughs> the other day this um, uh, war in Gaza that's going on. Actually, the same thing happened. There was an airstrike before dawn. And and I reflected on that, what is happening here, that while they're sleeping, um, the enemy was attacked. And I thought about why it isn't right. I was reflecting on why is that not right. Because it's an attempt to win no matter what. So again, you're putting yourself in the center as opposed to putting... Dharma in the center, or higher than that, Krishna's desire in the center. So it just reflects that that mentality that we have as conditioned souls that we want to win no matter what. And that's putting ourselves in the center, and that's why we're conditioned souls that get sent to the material world, because that's not the mentality that we have to have in the spiritual world. We all work together for Krishna's pleasure in the spiritual world. So you can see the difference in psychology there. So that was the one reflection. Then also, um, the how you were explaining the story of how... Was it Krishna that instructed you to steer to say the elephant? Yeah. It was. This is it, it is Krishna's personality. Isn't it said somewhere that he's the best cheater? Krishna is another part of his personality that he's, and how he works even in our own life. uh, Sometimes he will cheat us to get us to surrender more, you know, to kind of pull us in, to give us the mentality that we need for surrender. He he will sometimes cheat us too. So Krishna's personality is very sweet. And then also, um, you were saying how. We should be careful um, because of the consequences of everything that happens in the material world. And there, I, I had a very strong experience a few years ago of how I was driving, and something was in the road something in the way. It was on the highway. You're driving very fast, of course. Somehow, the opportunity was there for me to go around it. But behind me, six cars piled up right 
right behind me, the, the very car that was behind me, and in my rearview mirror I could see this happening. And I thought to myself, I mean, you could say, wow, that was my luck. Oh, I was driving carefully. But was it, really? Because as you, you speak, that everything that happens in this world is a consequence of, you know, of the actions that we take. So as we see the chaos around us in this world, we should know that it's perfectly orchestrated, perfectly. That these people are not acting properly in the mode of goodness and Krishna consciousness, and that's why they have to struggle with and, and, and suffer from all this chaos in the material world. But we, as surrendered souls to Krishna, he is gently guiding us through this battlefield, through this madness and chaos. And, and we can see it that way. And be careful in one sense, but in the other sense we know that Krishna's there's a reason for all that madness out there. Every day that madness is going on. It's all connected to how the people are doing the wrong thing. Those are just some of my reflections. Wonderful, Mataji. Bravo. So I I think um, you know this point about Krishna being the supreme cheater. Like it's so true, you know. Like and this point about how Krishna is guiding us in our lives. Like Krishna, like whatever is happening in our lives, everyone is going through something. And at the moment, we feel like, oh, why is this happening to me? You know, what what's going on? But it's happening because a we've done it in the past, and you know we are going through the consequences. And b Krishna is trying to help us understand from this experience that, hey, you wanted to be the center of the universe. You know, it doesn't. Okay, you know, this is this is this what you want? And it's and you cannot go like you. The best way to go through and experience something is to go through it, not to go around it. Because till you don't go through it, we'll never we'll never purify ourselves. We'll never understand you know what we had to learn. And and once we understand that okay, you know, Krishna is actually in charge here. Krishna is our is everything. You know, once we understand that Krishna is is doing it and we are just you know, in in it for the ride, and we completely surrender. Then automatically, you know, we there's no distress at that point. We're like, okay, Krishna, you know, here or there or anywhere, till you can just engage me in your your loving devotional service, I'll be okay. And as soon as we connect to that thought that oh, we're actually not this body, we're an eternal soul a soul which is part and parcel of Krishna. Krishna created us because he wanted to have a relationship with us. Okay, you know, as soon as we come to that point of realizing it, that's when we'll understand that it doesn't matter what's happening to us. You know, till we are just on that boat. You know, I was talking to Mahari Prabhu and he was sharing that, you know, like we're on this boat and sometimes the boat has all these waves. You know, sometimes we get wet, sometimes we can be thrown off the boat. But till we can come back on that boat and just 
you know, stick with it. You know, we'll be okay. So, thank you. Thank you, Mataji. We have, we have uh, some listeners online. So, yeah. Yeah, thank you, Prabhu. So, like Mataji, as you said, that uh, we have to understand that whatever is happening, good or bad, it is systematically arranged, correct? If I am understood correctly. So then I need to understand then what is the role of free will there. If everything is systematically arranged, then what is the role of free will? No, I mean if I, if I, if I am bound to do bad things, Please use the mic. It'll be nice. Prabhu, if you don't mind. Please use the mic. It'll be, it'll be easier. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, yes. so the challenge is, what is the... Uh, what is the role of free will? I mean, I don't, I don't see any difference personally that uh, that there can be both structure and organization and free will at the same time. It's just a very dynamic. Uh, it's a very dynamic life, uh, spiritual life, that uh, something comes to you and and you make a decision and then it brings you. It, uh, you could think of like a maze. You know, which which side do you choose, and then it will bring you on that direction. Uh, personally, I can see how they can both be in integrated. We make choices, and those choices bring us to different destinations. Nice. Thank you, Prabhu. Do you have any last comments, Mr. Bhutan Prabhu? reading the other day uh, in a book called Prabhupada Goes to Venezuela. And Prabhupada was talking about, he was talking, doing some predictions, you know, from the 12th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, how mm. the conditions of the world were going to be and how we, we, we need to try to get out of this material world. Rain, rain of blood and pus. Oh my gosh. And the devotees started asking Prabhupada about you know, started kind of priming him for que for answers about you know what's going to happen. Like you know, he, they wanted him to give more predictions of the coming uh, catastrophes in Kali Yuga. And Prabhupada said that was really as devotees we shouldn't worry about these things so much. Mm. He said that it doesn't concern us. Just like you were saying, you know, the material world is going through what it's going to what it's going to do. Like if you read the 12th Cano, you find that most of these things that are happening are actually uh, on schedule yep. from what Kali Yuga has to offer. Uh, remember like 20 years ago, we had the 9-11 uh, the thing and there was this, you know, the Patriot Act and, and there was just so much, uh, just so many disturbing things going on, you know. Or like when 
Prabhupada started Back to Godhead magazine was the year 1944. Uh, he had a trouble getting paper because of the war that was going on. Plus, there was bombs falling out of the sky, and people were being sent off to to the, to the battlefront. Pe- people like Prabhupada's age were were being uh, uh, recruited by force and sent to the war. So there was a lot to worry about there. But Prabhupada, he uh, he just went on with his mission, you know. Yeah. So I think that, uh, that you know now there's a tendency the devotees spend a lot of time talking about the current situation and what's going on in the news and what's happening. But like you were saying, it's we're, we're spirit souls and going back to Godhead and what happens in this material world is uh, not necessarily uh, going to affect us if we can transcend it through the process of Krishna consciousness. Such a beautiful point. It's It's amazing, you know, and it, it reminds me of what my Guru Maharaj, His Grace Vaisheshika Prabhu Guru Maharaj says, is that, well, don't waste your time reading about all these news. If it's important, it'll come to you. You'll hear about it if it's important. <laughs> you know? So it's, it's amazing. Yeah, if we can just fix ourselves, you know, do this process, let everything external keep happening, not be affected, just like how the water on the leaf you know, it's just on there. It doesn't go through it. Or the swan, you know, who can just pick out the milk you know, and leave the water. That's how if we can try to cultivate our lives and be ready for that final exam, which is coming, you know, that's, that's the plan. So thank you, Prabhu. Thank you for that. Okay, we'll stop here. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai, Shla Prabhupada Ki Jai.